This is the TTPA. We return to Mishnah of Perkele. This day with Sage Commentary Perkele of Isisay. We're looking at Chapter 1, Paragraph 11. Perkele of Mishnah Yir Aleph. Of Dalian Omer. Of Dalian says, Chachamim hezaharu b'divrechem shem atachu v'chovas kalus. Siglu. L'amakom mayim ravra'im v'yishtu ha'talmidim ha'ba'im. Achareichem v'yamusu v'yinimsu shem 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 says, Chachamim, watch your words so they can make you liable to be exiled. May they be sent to a place of bitter unhealthy waters. Ideas that can damage the mind. The students who follow you to this place will drink from these bitter waters, misinterpreting the Torah, and they will die spiritually, causing Hashem's name to be desecrated. Why does the Mishnah tell us to worry about such a far-off scenario? Going to Gullus, which might be in a bad place and thus cause students to suffer, teaches us that when it comes to Chal Hashem, we must be concerned about even the most unlikely cause. Even if it seems <coughs> extremely unlikely to cause something bad to happen, we must take into account any possible results. This includes even actions that are themselves positive. We must analyze them to make sure that all the results remain positive. Sometimes you might say something and discover that it was understood very differently by the person you were talking to. Sometimes they're offended by your words even when you had no such intention. This often leads to hurt feelings or even fights, all based on a misunderstanding. It's therefore very important to carefully consider how people might understand what you say. Make sure your message is very clear, leaving no room for misinterpretation. Mishnah can also be understood to mean Chachamim, be careful to fulfill your own words. Even someone who is very learned and pious must follow the decrees set up by the Chachamim to protect us from a virus. Even if he feels he doesn't need extra protection. The Gemara emphasizes this with a story. The Chacham ruled that one may not read by candlelight on Shabbos because he may perhaps tilt the candle in order to see better, which is forbidden on Shabbos. Rabbi Shmuel was certain he would not forget him, so he read next to a candle on Shabbos. Sure enough, while Grossman is learning, he almost tilted the flame. He exclaimed, how great are the words of the Chachamim. Strong wine is diluted with water to make it drinkable. The Torah is compared to wine, while the explanations used to interpret it are compared to water. This is why the Mishnah calls a misinterpretation of Torah bad waters. Avtai Mosav Bezin was greatly concerned with Torah learning and the well-being of Torah students. He therefore speaks about taking care of students, protecting them from any spiritual or physical harm. The Mishnah tells us that those who misinterpret the words of the Chacham will die, referring not to a spiritual death, not to a physical death, but a spiritual one. Spiritual death is just as bad as physical death, if not worse. We need to remember to tend to our spiritual health, just like physical. The best spiritual exercises are filling mitzvahs with feelings of love and awe of Hashem, which come from learning about the greatness of Hashem. A king once sent a letter to the king of a neighboring country with the following short request: "Send me a white horse with a black tail, and if not." The second king sent back a similar response. I don't have such a horse, and if it did, if I did, and he did not elaborate. When the first king received the response, he became very angry and declared war on the other king. The battles went on for years, sacrificing many men and money in large areas of both countries. Eventually, they made a truce. When they met, the second king asked the first, What did you mean when you wrote, If not? Obviously, answered the first king, I meant to say that if you don't have a horse in those exact colors, then any horse will do. Oh, I thought you meant, if not, I will attack your country, cried the second king. The first king said to the second one, what did you mean when you wrote, and if I did? The second one said, I meant if I did have such a horse, I would gladly send it to you. Oh, I thought you meant if I did, I would not give it to you. They realized how foolish they had been. They fought a war only because they had not themselves been clear in their letters. So do what you can in life to make sure that you are very clear in everything that you do.